Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to another episode of Up by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about two. Are we going to do both? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're talking about two Star Trek shows today. Um, newer ones, a Star Trek Lower Decks and Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Oh, so the new there are three seasons out yeah. for Star Trek Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. And fourth season starts like really soon, like next month, I think. Yeah, like um, end of the month. Oh, sorry, September. Yeah, honestly, it says September 7th, so we're like a week. And uh Yeah. Uh but we just couldn't wait. We really wanted to chat about the two Star Trek shows that we've caught up with. Um I personally watched the Picard, all, all of the Picard shows, the, the seasons, um, oh. and I would 100% recommend, Emily, that you watch the um, third season of Picard. You don't need to watch any of the other ones, and I think that we could talk about maybe the next season of Lower Decks and Picard once, uh, once you get done with that. Um. Yeah. Oh, once I'm done with Picard? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I was going to start watching Lower Decks probably as soon as the episodes came out. Because I literally just finished both of these shows. Yeah. Yesterday. It's so fresh. Um, Yeah. Well, because it was like, okay, so Alpha and I had watched the first episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds on our flight back Mm -hmm. from London. I think it was going to London, wasn't it? Or is it from? To London? I don't I I thought it was back, but it could have been it could have been two because I, cause I think we were trying to sleep on our way to London. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I was not impressed I with it. it. But you know what it is? It's because we did not watch Discovery because it's hot trash. So uh, that's why. So we did not know these characters, which Pike is in Discovery a little bit, um, as well as number one. So. That's why we didn't really know any of the backstory, and we were just kind of thrust into this, into Strange New Worlds. Yeah, because, like, his, his, um, his, uh, what's it called? Um, flash forward into the future, like, his, his premonition of what's going to happen to him in, like, ten years or whatever, that was, that was mentioned in Discovery, Right, I bet because sure. it just seemed like we were just kind of thrown into that scenario, um, and we find him like on a planet, you know, kind of a recluse, just kind of living his own little sad life that he's gonna die in seven years, and he doesn't know how to stop that. Um, there's like a whole whole thing, and I guess that probably did happen in Discovery, and it kind of continues to be a major part of his first season um personal like issue of pike yeah yeah i mean yeah that that first episode's pretty rough um uh there were some some bumps all along season one but season two really really pulled it in like really reined it in i was like okay okay nurse chapel got a better wig yeah. it already looked better than first i hated her hair for i hated it so much also on her yeah also on her, her hair was so I know. bad in I know. season one i wanted to just rip it off <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah it was so bad yeah <laughs> It uh, it definitely falls in the trap that The Witcher does, where I feel like they kind of sometimes have bad uh, makeup and hairstyling, and you're like, mm, could be better. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, and I'm still, obviously spoilers going forward um, about this show. I am not on the Nurse Chapel Spock uh, relationship boat. I'm not on it. Like it's, <clears throat> it's sailed off and I, and I gladly waved it goodbye because I, I did not want that. I did not want that. I enjoyed um, it. I had a good time. I, um, it, it was fine in doses, yeah. but then she's kind of annoying, but like, so <laughs> she's, she's annoying and like, and just her character, she's so like, she's so independent and she's like off, like she's ready to go do something. Like she's not like, she's not going to stick around like, like much like Spock is like, they're both kind of not going on the same path. I'm a, a, a little bit sad about Spock and, uh, to pring because i really like i really like to pring and i want them to figure it out but it's just well, it's, it's it's hard it's hard for there's uh i mean it's kind of hard because we know exactly what happens in you know the kirk enterprise so you can't really have a lot of relationships that don't pan out especially with two characters that are in the kirk you know, TOS, which is Chapel, Nurse Chapel and Spock are both on Kirk's ship, Kirk's Enterprise. Um, so they definitely have to figure something True. out before they get to that point in like seven years when the show is supposed to go into Kirk's Enterprise, right? Well, okay. And so, and then this, and I guess this kind of confused me the whole time watching it is like, is this technically a different universe, Pike and Kirk universe? Like, so that things could be different or mm. are things supposed to kind of fall into place eventually i don't think I so i kind of had the feeling that it was not it no was not, like, i think it's all canon universe stuff they're just adding to the lore it's not like the alternate universe that the uh jj they say the jj verse because those movies mm. were uh an alternate universe because of what happened yes in the beginning of the move of the 2009 movie which which was like the fact that like there was this rift in space time. So then we're watching an alternate universe of that, but we haven't like gone back right. to that at all because those are all in the cinematic universe and not in the, uh, the TV universe. But, um, right. Yeah. So right. it's definitely not like, and, and, but of course they kind of have some liberties, you know, Spock has been played by four different people. You know, there's everybody brings their own kind of flavor to it. Yeah, and and in terms of like the actors chosen for these roles, I think I think they're they're all really great. Um, the one character I kind of have gravitated the most towards um, was Hammer. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh yeah, he has I really liked him. He was really he was really funny. I liked him a lot. Yeah. And his really friendship actor. with uh, Nyota Hura was great. Yeah, it was so cute. Yeah. Um, so it's sad. It's sad to see him see him go. But um, and and Spock. I mean, I love I love Ethan Peck um, as Spock. Uh, he's so good. He's like, so he's cute. So he's so cute. Oh, his such lips just cutie. kill me. He's just such a cutie. <laughs> he's so handsome. What a face. I know. Like a little elf. A little elf boy. Um, I honestly love a lot of the characters. When I first started watching it, that especially that first episode, um, La'an was not my favorite, but she's definitely grown on me. I mean, I like them all pretty much equally. I think they're all amazing actors. They're very fun to watch, especially they have a lot of, like, you know, cute relationships. Like, I love how all the women um, are pretty close or, you know, they just, like, feel a lot more like very tight knit and they do things together and they support each other. And that really reminded me of like, you know, TNG in a lot of ways. Um, the Strange New Worlds is truly the best Star Trek that we've gotten since, you know, uh, DS9 and Voyager. Like it's, it's really like, I don't think that we've really had <laughs> really anything this level in a long time. 
Yeah, don't let don't let don't let Casey hear you say that. They uh they love they love Starship uh the Enterprise show. Oh, show. yeah. I mean, the first few seasons of that are pretty good, but like the end is just trash. Like it just disregards everything that goes before it, and it it really is not a good ending. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, agreed, uh, agreed. Um. But oh yeah, this is definitely because yeah, I tried to get into Discovery. Um, I really enjoyed the first like couple of seasons. I um, I think I, I think I was trying to get seasons one and two watched before season three had aired. So I don't think I've seen it since season two. Um, it was just it was just so serious. Like there was no there's no fun. Like like Star Trek, it's it has its serious episodes. It has its serious moments, but it's also there to be fun. And entertaining, and yeah. and I completely agree. Strange New Worlds really, really. I've, I've been seeing this quote like really harkens back to the original Star Trek like it vibes. Does. It does. Um, it's it's really a great watch. And season two, they really they really prepped the end of season. I'm so excited for season three. Like they really they had a great cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, season two had a really great build. Like it just was. It just was amazing. Season season one, not that strong. Didn't love it, but like really, season two knocked it out of the park. Like the the season one finale was so good, and it hark yeah. it it is basically a reshot of the of this original series episode that's in the first season. And I went and watched that that episode again. And it's really good. Like, the episode of the original series is fucking awesome. And the one, uh, the retelling of it with Pike at the center instead of Kirk is really, really well done. Um, The actors in the original are just unbelievable. Like, the guy that they have to play the, the, um, what is it? Uh, The Romulan... um, general dude on the ship the the captain on the other ship he is like yeah a dramatic actor like straight from the stage so he just has this presence of like it's got a really great wartime kind of um story and the inserting it into like the end of of strange new worlds was just so much fun i loved it and also this is the first time that you see kirk as well um played by paul wesley and he has like a large presence on the show, which makes me very, very happy because I love him. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, Casey and I are kind of going back and forth on. I mean, I th- I think he's perfectly fine. He's definitely not as um, like mischievous as as Kirk can be. Mm-hmm. He seems a bit more on the serious side, but he he did grow on me a lot um, in season two, especially with him and. Um, Lon's little like story uh which i really liked and was so sad when, oh when he said that yeah he he has a like a girlfriend girl that's pregnant. pregnant yeah yeah and i was actually gonna look that up because i do remember in the original series um kirk having a son i believe um yeah. i just don't remember yeah, i think how his... exactly that went yeah I th- I think his endgame like partner is 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 Car- right Carol from like this the third the uh, second movie yeah yeah um, that is her Carol, the the like the science officer Carol Marcus and um, she she is in the original series as well yeah um yeah she has David Marcus which is uh James T Kirk's son so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she is in the movie. She's Which, played by Alice Eve. That's right. It's crazy. Yes. Which again was like kind of confused me because I was like, okay, is this gonna like follow things how they're supposed to go, or can Kirk just like be with Lon? Which I mean, like I would totally be down with. But yeah. So <sighs> in this Reddit says, uh, this Reddit people are like, wait a minute, Kirk shows knows that his current girlfriend Karen Marcus is pregnant. I thought we were told in uh, I guess it's uh the wrath of Khan that she never told him and that's the movie and apparently it's not true mm. he said i did what you wanted i stayed away 
So I think she was like, mm. you can go off and be a bad dad and leave me. Because <laughs> oh, he's gosh. not the best. He's not the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I still love seeing um, him. And I wish that him and Lon could have gotten together. But she did have that really great, um, you know, cheap out Vancouver episode. Uh, <laughs> I I just love when they cut corners and things. I'm like, oh my gosh, they filmed in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> and obviously they uh, try to cut corners by having a whole episode being in cheap locations. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then they have crazy, amazing subspace Rhapsody episodes. <laughs> Ah, that movie. That honestly was the the music was really good. <laughs> the, the episode songs, itself was insane, but <laughs> it was ridiculous. But oh my god, the songs were so good. Everyone singing was amazing. Like it was, it was everything I wanted. The Klingons fucking singing. Oh my god, I was living it was the best episode <laughs> they're like I've rap they're like 90s rap that they did it was it was uh that was like that was like rap but then turned into like a boys group like it just was oh my god um neota's second oh yeah what um I, I i like kind of i kind of manifested the klingons because the second the episode started i was like <laughs> I was like, okay, we got we got to have some singing Klingons. Like the second the second the episode started, <laughs> how did you? Call I was that? like, I was like, give me singing Klingons. <laughs> the second they're like, there's a Klingon spaceship in in the, in the like on the perimeter, and I was like, oh my god, it's a Klingons. I manifested it. I manifested it. You're welcome. Um, I was gonna say I loved loved uh, Neota's like soliloquy song or solo. She she has an amazing yeah. voice, so that was really great. Um, didn't love the nurse chapel dance one in like the ten forward area. That wasn't very good. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was it was harsh. It was a harsh song. Mm-hmm. Um, like just in terms of where nurse chapel and Spock are going, which uh. might be nowhere. Well, yeah, like, they care about each other, but just that song was so harsh. Like, she was like, I'm just really happy. And you're like, yeah, but you can't. Their whole whole relationship is just unsatisfying to me. Uh Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not happy. They're not, I'm disappointed in them. When he saves her in the first episode of the second season, her her and Dr. Mbega from, like, freezing out in space. And he sees her and he's yes. like literally crying over her. I, I mean, I, oh my God. Every time Ethan Peck yeah, shows any good. emotions, I'm like, this guy, I love him. Um, he's oh my just. God. When Spock like loses control of his emotions and he just is having, having a hard time. Mm. With, and then when he turns human. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just, oh, the, the, just the shenanigans. <laughs> that just, episode was just hilarious. Just the shenanigans that happened between him and T'Pring. Like, those were my favorite episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. They switched they bodies. So like, when him and T'Pring switched bodies. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. The show is so and funny. human. Oh my God. See, those episodes, even though their, their relationship was slowly failing, those relationships were more, like, those episodes were more fun to me. Than him in Nurse Chapel. I'm signing by it. I don't care. It, I don't. I don't care. Anyone it's a hundred percent true, dude. I totally agree with you. Um, I also really like the uh, trial episode that we had with Una Chin Riley, where she was just like, you know, put to the test oh, that she yeah. she was a genetically modified uh, person, and so. Yes. You know, they were like, you can't be part of Starfleet. But she's like, I really wanted to be part of Starfleet. And there was a reason why I had to lie. It's a pretty great episode. And it really reminded me, of course, of like the uh, TNG episode. episode. Yeah, the Data one, like where he's on trial. Um, That's an amazing episode. And it's just, they do so good at like recalling things, getting all the information, the facts out of the case. And it goes in her favor. Um, And we learn she's on 
Boimler's poster for the recruitment poster. Uh, so we'll talk about that when we get over to the lower decks side. But um, oh my gosh, yeah, we'll talk about the crossover episode uh, once we kind of head over into lower decks. Um, oh my god. Also, um, again, I love everybody, but one of my favorite characters is Erica Ortegas because. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what their pronouns are. I'm guessing it's she because they call. I think they just call her she throughout the show. But uh, I yeah, love sure. love Melissa Navia who plays them. Like, yeah, I, they say that she's an actress on here. So, um, truly, like, awesome. Like, she's such a like badass uh pilot definitely very big pilot energy she that, that episode where she doesn't get to go down to the to the planet she was like so excited to go to the planet she didn't get to go and you're just like oh trying to go on a way mission and <laughs> spock ruined it yeah um and then and then she got her away mission with the gorn it's so it's so interesting that like the gorn are are the 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 problem yeah this in this show yeah like it's we, we are already done the borg we've already done the klingons we've already done the romulans um they're just basically and, a know, monster the, you know so it's like yeah they just want to spread their their dna everywhere uh and attack people violently they just want to just want to spray their seed everywhere. Yeah, disgusting. They're gross. They're <laughs> disgusting, and we know. Oh god! And they pl- implant eggs in everyone. Oh god! Oh, this is scary. Kirk fights the Gorn as well in in the original series. So I love that they. Oh, who could forget that? Yeah, who could forget that also. <laughs> I did. I did. I I forgot the Gorn were even a thing until this show started, and I was like, oh okay, the Gorn. Yep, I remember what that is. It's the Lizard Man. It's great. Oh, goodness. Um, so good. Yeah. Ooh, the episode where they, like, go to that planet and they, like, start losing their memory was, like, mm. crazy. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I love, I live for these sci-fi um, stories that we, uh, you know, we've been getting this in the Orville. And the Orville has felt more like Trek to me in the past few years, so... This is kind of a breath of fresh air because this is actual track. Like the Orville was like trying to be, but it was its own thing too, and it was like a love letter to track. Yeah, and, yeah, it was a little and, bit different. And, and a lot of and a lot of the Star Trek people were involved with that show, so we know we know it's it's semi canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the sci fi like episodes, I love that every episode has a you know a story that is like a concept and that's what a lot of this you know um, pretty much all the original star trek shows were were like that even if they were like a couple episodes going or they kind of crossed over throughout the entire season they were at least like trying to you know have it be more episodic where every episode they have a you know alien of the week situation but like yeah. like that episode where they're like okay it starts off with a concept what if uh, on this planet, you lose your your memories every time you go to sleep. You know, what would that be like? Like, it's a memento planet, right? Who would be ruling this? Like, what kind of structure would they have? Stuff like that. So it it's uh, it's interesting. Um, there's a lot of those Star Trek concepts that I love the most. Like, there was one in Voyager that I remember that they were, like, up in orbit around a planet that was basically, like... Uh, going by at like thousands of years per day and so they were like seeing from above like everything go from like cavemen to uh space travel um over the course of like several days and and that was like the most incredible concept and they have like so many of them you know some of them are more successful than others but uh that's what i love about star trek that's what i love about sci-fi yeah it's 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 super it's super great that super that great. episode actually got it was called memento mori that got a primetime emmy nomination for outstanding sound editing oh wow yeah cool um 
Also, we have Pike. I mean, he's the leader of us. What do you think about him? Um. Hmm. I haven't thought about him too much. I I like him. I like that he cooks. He's uh. It's like his main character trait. Uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's like it's like great great hair, hot face, cooks. That's that's what <laughs> that's what his um. Like Silver Fox, like that's like that, like those are his personality traits. <laughs> we met him at Comic Con once on the street. Do you remember that? Did we? Yes, it was him. Oh, wait, was he in that? Was he in the group of people with uh, with the, with the tall guy? Yes, with um, the the guy from Discovery, the uh, amazing like yeah. prosthetic actor. He does all the monsters and stuff. Yes, he. Yeah. I think uh, I think I was mostly enthralled with him. Oh, sure. At the time, well, um, yeah, he's got more uh, uh, more to say, but he was he was there. I remember seeing him and thinking that guy's attractive. He's an actor. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. <laughs> he sure is. Um, but so far, I really do like Pike. I think he's really great. Um, I would. It's 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 really hard to think about this show because I'm also thinking about lower decks because I literally watch them yeah with each other and so they're they're really merging um, <laughs> yeah uh, I I'm excited to see more of him I I don't I don't really have a full opinion of him yet after two seasons um, I feel like I feel like with a new captain I mean well technically you know we we've seen Pike before technically um, and heard of him but like. I need to see him in action a bit more. Like I need to see yeah. his, his, his negotiation skills. We, I need to see more, more diplomatic meetings. I like when he gets him. a little bit like dis, like, dis, like he kind of takes a second to respond to stuff. And I think that that's kind of the mm. point of him is that he's not as impulsive as Kirk. Mm-hmm. He's definitely mm-hmm. like, uh, like he kind of takes a moment to really understand what's going on and try to figure out the right thing to do, and he kind of looks a little bit confused sometimes. <laughs> so, um, it's cute. Yeah, he was really good in the in the episode where he goes into the future and and we and we first meet Kirk. That was yeah. He was a. Uh, he was really making making good decisions there. Yeah, I, I like that he's that he's thoughtful and he and he takes his time before before making an answer. Um, but yeah, I just feel like. I feel like this show is very big on, on all of these characters. Yeah. Like Star Trek usually is. I just feel like we haven't had enough episodes of like just, just Pike kind of yeah kind of shit. Yeah, um, it's not really focused on him. It's like focused on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess, if you think about it, like the other shows weren't really like that but i but I, I just feel like in this show it's 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 a lot less so like yeah just which is which is nice which is nice the uh episode with the klingon the war episode with Mbega and mm. the chapel was really good as well that was rough i love love dr Mbega, especially first season <laughs> the episode with his daughter and uh, him trying to save her and eventually her her spirit like going with the entity and space you know it, it's just like really sad and he's a great character um the actor i recognized him when i was watching this and i was like what do i know him from and then halfway through the first season i was like oh i wonder if he's the guy who's in dune and i looked it up and he was in Dune. He was Jam Jamis in Dune. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> the guy that Paul kills at the end, but who helps him with the Thopter thing. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's him. Okay. <laughs> he just has oh, a real look. in Dune part two. No, he's dead. Okay. Yeah. And also we have uh, Carol Kane who joined the cast in season two, and I yeah. fucking love Carol Kane, so I was really excited to see her. <laughs> Sad to see Hemmer go. I know, but but Carol Kane is really cool. I like um I like that she uh we see her in the um 
in the time travel episode with Laon going to Vancouver. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. And she just like, <laughs> she, uh, she didn't know anything because it was the, you know, 20th century or 21st century when they go back. And so like, obviously. Yeah, she hadn't learned to be an engineer yet. <laughs> Like, she'd been living, like, thousands of years, but she just didn't do engineering yet. And then she's, like, teaching it at the academy in this timeline, and it's adorable. And we get the introduction of Scotty at the end of season two. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Scotty. He's got such You're a thick baby accent. Scotty. I know. We're a little better. Oh, baby. Because, yeah, because in a previous episode, we had heard him. We heard him over like the intercom or something and we're like um excuse you mm. J- scotty mm. show me show me your face but like we never see him i don't no. even remember that at all so good catch well actually he was on a oh well he wasn't on a starship though no he was on a, a so space maybe. station studying the solar he was on a space station solar flares so maybe so maybe that was just a different scottish person <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I believe you. We heard it. Um, I don't unless it was lower decks, and I'm just completely getting everything mixed up. But um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because Casey heard it too, and Casey wasn't watching lower decks with me. Okay. Um, but anyway, he's cute. He's he like sorted out a way to get the uh the gorn away, become invisible from the gorn. Yeah. Which uh, hopefully they'll be able to save. Uh, Pike's girlfriend Everyone. and everybody else. Oh, God. They, they, the Gorn took all the people, including Dr. Rebecca and Erica Ortega. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. And Pike's girlfriend has eggs in her. So mm. that's... Um... And Hammer died because of those eggs. So, okay. Well, they said Hemmer died because they weren't going to have enough time to to figure it out before they hatched. Um, yeah. So he just did it to he just did it to to save everyone because um, he's amazing and I love him and I miss him. Um, but all right, we don't really have any um, meta meta scores to read because um, this is a uh, yeah. I'm also sure that there's like a million um, amazing trivia's you could probably find. Like, the oh. actor who plays Hammer is legally blind. Just like Hammer. Really? Bruce Horak. Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's amazing. He has He's lost over 90% of his eyesight to childhood cancer. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. Um, oh, wow. I'm just looking... I mean, all these things are just like, oh, we've, all these characters are being played by these other characters. Um, All of the actors did their own singing for the singing episode. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah, (laughs) because Casey told me that um, the actress, uh, Christina, I think, is her name, who who plays Mm -hmm. La'an, she she is a singer. Totally. Love it. Or she's like, she's like a, I don't know. but she does sing. Um, in Star Trek Operation Annihilate, brothers James and Sir Sam Kirk were played by William Shatner. He wore a mustache to portray Sam. <laughs> I didn't even know that. No wonder Sam has a mustache. I definitely don't remember that. That is so funny. Oh. In in an episode of, of, the, of original, the original series? Yes. Kirk wears a mustache. What? I don't remember this at all. I don't remember that either. That's hilarious. Oh my, that's hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Uh, obviously, Una means number one, and she plays number one. Um. That's it. For uh, that, you could probably read the plot keywords, I guess, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Oh, I'm clicking, clicking, scrolling, scrolling. Oops. 
I missed it. Here it is. Oh, here we go. Um, the plot keywords for Star Trek Strange New Worlds are prequel, Star Trek, space, alien, starship. There you go. Okay, that's that's go. the show. Um, let's take that's a break. That's a, whole, that's a whole show. And then we can talk about Lord X. Hell yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we are back with a show that I had to convince Emily to watch, but are you sad that I told you to watch this? Sad? Like, do you regret it? No, of course not. So this show, <laughs> I, I have I have been interested in watching Lower Decks. I just had not gotten around to it. I have, I have, I'm trying to make my way through my list of shows that I have not watched yet. Um, it's just, it's been, it's been difficult finding time to sit down and, and watch a show by myself because, mm-hmm. you know, my roommates and I watch a lot of stuff together and I just need to find time to watch stuff on my own. But Casey <laughs> so was not just... interested in watching this. So you got to watch it on your own, which why, why did they not want to watch this? I have to know. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think they told me. But I'm, I don't, I don't even really know if, because, okay, so this show gives me like Rick and Morty vibes. Oh yeah. Um, hundred percent. And I just don't know if they were into Rick and Morty. Right. Um, which I feel like Rick and Morty can be a little. It's intense. A little polarizing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you either like it or you don't like it. Um. It's energetic. And it's very energetic. Um. And this show is, is, it's very entertaining. I like it a lot. Um, I'm not like obsessed with it, but like, I just enjoy sitting there and like just binging it. Mm -hmm. Like it's a really good binge and it's very, and it's just, it's, it's very fun and entertaining. Um, It's got a lot of Star Trek heart, but like, but like not like it's just, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's almost like it's shitting on Star Trek, which is, which is fun, which is fine. Um, and I enjoy that. And I love the the various references. I'm surprised at how much I, I see something and I'm like, that looks so familiar. And then I was like, is that, is that from Voyager? Is that from DS9? Is that from, cause yes, it probably could, it probably is. It probably is from something yeah. that I, that, because the show is just so full of references mm-hmm. and they're happening so quickly Yeah, that like, yeah, yeah, I love that, it. Like it's, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. And, and the whole point of view from the lower decks is so interesting because in other star trek shows like it's always about the bridge crew obviously yeah and so and and everyone else on the on the ship is just expendable like if like if you see if some new face gets gets an acting credit for that episode you're like cool they're dead like that's what's happening Uh um that's usually how it works uh if you're if you're not not the core unit yeah (laughs) yeah a red shirt basically so it's just such a very interesting and fun dynamic to have like it's like they they are lower decks but like people are constantly getting promoted and moving around like it's it's so hard to keep up like the show <laughs> is is bonkers yeah it's it so is bonkers. jacks dies and then comes back 
And, and then they're just like, don't ask yeah. him about it. And he just is like traumatized. Don't ever ask bridge crew how they come back to life because bridge crew just come back to life. <laughs> That's so funny. And then there's like the space koala uh, that is like when you die, there's like a giant like, you know, um, alternative oh, universe yeah. space koala. Did you see the koala in the crossover episode in the titles? Did you see it? It was at the very end. It was like saying, you know, Star Trek, Strange, Strange New Worlds, and it had the space koala in the background. Oh my, no, I think I missed that. Yeah, dude. It had it. It had the space koala. <laughs> yeah, because because for Strange New Worlds, there were there were two there were two new um opening title sequences. There was obviously the animated version for yeah. the lower decks crossover. And then the there singing was the one. acapella yes. singing one <laughs> for the for the for the subspace rhapsody episode. I can't. The amount of joy that I get from this is exactly the amount that they wanted us to have. That's what I'm saying. And I and I have it. And I I joy joy is being felt. <laughs> yeah. Um. So our main characters are mostly just the four uh, lower decks people, which is. Uh, Beckett Mariner, Brad Boimler, Devon Attendee, and Samantha Rutherford. So they're they all have their bunks like next to each other in the hallway. Yeah, because I guess <laughs> so this the is... lower decks people <laughs> have to share like these bunk areas. Yeah, while everyone else gets their own room. Which I I mean that's that's never brought up in the in the other shows, so it could definitely be true. Like that's we funny. truly have no idea. Yeah, how the lower decks sleep. But yes, we have this main core group. Um, Boimler is like your <clears throat> your textbook, like goody two shoes, follows the rules. Um, he's kind of learning to be more open and not more like stick up his ass all the time. Yeah, um, I love him. <laughs> I, I love Jack Quaid. I mean, I've, I've been a fan of his for a so while. Good. So like, he's just he's great. He's a great voice actor, too. He really is. He's he's a great actor, a great vo- great voice actor. Um, he's he's really amazing. It's it's really too bad that I'm not more into watching um, the boys. The boys. Yeah, I absolutely despise that show. And yeah, I never watch it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It's it it tr- it's a too try hard kind of show. I'm I'm sure he's great. You know, I I love um what that other guy the guy that plays bones yeah i love that guy (laughs) star trek what the hell's what the hell's his name uh he's also in in uh lord of the rings too it's um sure is what's his name oh god it's gonna kill me i have to look it up i i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it okay you get it carl urban it's carl urban oh i I got it i got it i guess that no really (laughs) 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 you were gonna guess it I was like, I, I couldn't even think of a letter that was in his name. And normally if I can at least do right. that, yep. I can, I can get there, but I couldn't even think of a single letter in this man's name. <laughs> um, yeah. So also, so, so Mariner's mother, we find out is the, the captain of the ship. So it's His Captain Carol Freeman. <laughs> yeah. She's of like... the USS Cerritos of the Cali class yeah. spaceship. California class. The USS Cerritos, which is the funniest. I mean, Cerritos. Oh my God. Cerritos is like oh the most God. random city in Los Angeles. Just like. It's hilarious. In, in, in Orange County. Yeah. In Orange County. Yeah, I Orange think. County. Yeah. It's just so funny because it's just such a random place. And then that's their ship. They're just a random, normal California class ship. Um, <laughs> and the other, like, and there's... the ship is, the ship is notorious for getting, like, kind of the, the short end of the stick kind of missions. Like, they never get first contact. They get, like, second contact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, and no one else in the, in, uh, the, uh, Starfleet like kind of take them seriously and so Captain Freeman's constantly trying to like just prove prove herself as a captain and prove um her crew like uh, as as like a really efficient like well-running starship crew. Yeah. Um and it's just <laughs> it's uh 
it's it's enjoyable it's enjoyable and her husband is also a captain of another ship right yeah or like an admiral um which is also um mariner's dad so we get to see him as well um you know there's there's a lot of like it's it's there's a lot of episodes on the same last name yeah they 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 don't she might have the same last name as her dad but maybe not her mom that's true um I'm just looking at some of these pictures because there's a lot of episodes to this show, so I'm just kind of trying to remember things. Um, that episode with the owl people and the, like... Um, <laughs> the bird people and the robot. The robot. Yeah. was like a full-ass oh, peanut, episode. Peanut, peanut hamper? Yeah. <laughs> peanut hamper? <laughs> it's just so stupid. I, I love it. Um, everything just... It's like always making fun of all of the other different Star Treks, referencing them, like building upon them all the time. I mean, tons of the actors are in it, you know, Jonathan Frakes, Nana Visitor, like they're just, they come up, Marina Sirtis, like they, they're in the show as like other characters or themselves or like, you know, they're referencing the, the, the various different crews of the, the, enterprise or ds9 or voyager like they're always talking about them all and it just really helps to like tie everything together and just everything you love about star trek i get so like even with strange new worlds just like i'm so fucking happy and nerdy i love star trek so much and it just like bursts out of me <laughs> i just love it so much oh it's such great content and you could really build off of it um i i truly think it's it's just such a it's such a great storyline it's such a great sci-fi storyline um with every iteration of the show that comes out um it's just uh it's it's a plus it's a plus <laughs> it's s tier yeah s tier shit yeah um each character has kind of like their own background storyline kind of going up trying to get more recognition from their superiors like tendy is a uh she's an orion and usually they're known for being pirates um but she's really trying to fight against that stereotype and also gain recognition as a one of the um science officers that works in the the medical bay so she's her boss is direct boss is the the cat doctor um who's like really uh, grumpy remember her name (laughs) she's really funny yeah she just she just sounds like a cat who just who smokes like she's real to anna that's that's her yeah hilarious yeah she just her voice is real rough she's she's real just nitty-gritty they had to like get her like mating ritual pole or something at one point um cuz she was going through like pond far but like for cats do you remember that episode and- yeah she was like she was falling into like her 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 cat instincts and and yes they thought she wanted like this fucking sex doll and it and it wasn't that she wanted the box cuz she's she a the cat. box that came in she's a cat also yeah um it is definitely wacko. Um, Rutherford has like two people inside of him. He is he is a cyborg who was like forced to be who like got his memories removed. Yeah, like on purpose. Yeah, like because he we knew too that much. Later at the end of season three, yeah. So like we're really we're uncovering a lot about these characters over time, um, and so we kind of start with Rutherford, like kind of his his implant is glitching and he's kind of seeing memories that he doesn't quite remember, um, and he's like he's like oh what was that? Club's not important, and you know just like plays it off as like a joke, and then we learn like at the end of season three that this one higher up like admiral or commander or something a starship captain was like making these texas class ships and yeah and they were 
and they were um which is so funny and i wonder if, if if it was a play on on this but you know those um you know those new driverless ubers and lifts and shit? oh yeah i saw um, them a lot in san francisco was, it was crazy dude he, yeah, and I was watching all those TikTok videos about how they were getting stuck and making traffic uh-huh. worse. Yeah, that was at Outside the, Land. the festival. Yes, it yes. stopped traffic and people were, they, it wouldn't move. It was horrible. It's yeah. Like it glitched and just would not move. And so basically this Star Trek character, he manufactures these new ships that are that are crewless. Like like you can you can remote control them basically. Yeah. And they could go and handle like second contact and they can handle missions like that that really need like human <laughs> human touch they need yeah. human interaction like and there's and rutherford like made the um ai code for this on accident or like you know he did it mm-hmm. and then and then his his memories got forcibly removed um but then he remembered so it was just like and and Mariner, I really like Mariner. She's really annoying sometimes. She's a she's, lot. Yeah, yeah. I do love her, a, though. She's a lot to handle. Yeah. I do love her, but she... Oh, she's, God, she's she cray. so much sometimes. She has a lot to say, she's, and she does not make the best decisions. <laughs> it's like, she has these... She has these opinions about Starfleet, which is great, because, you know, don't be sheeple. Like, have your own opinions. Um, but like, she also wants to explore and, but not like in an illegal way because, you know, she tries to go with that, um, hot ar- uh, yeah, archaeologist lady. Archaeologist and then evil she's lady. Like, yeah. And she's like, I don't know if this is, if this is legal and it, and it wasn't. And she's like, okay, well, I want to explore, but not like this. Like I need to like, and then she kind of finds out that she has respect for Starfleet. She just, you know, but she's running around for the first like two seasons kind of fucking up on purpose but like she's really good at her job and she deserves to be promoted um and she has this weird thing that with 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 ransom Ransom. that i thought was gonna turn into a thing but then it doesn't and it may it may come back around with jennifer which yeah oh yeah now she's like i really i really liked her with jennifer yeah well but now her and jennifer i I think her and jennifer broke up right uh, because of what yeah happened in season three um (laughs) but right yeah uh. <laughs> right with the with the reporter with the with the reporter and no one believed her uh-huh. um so but love that love the gay representation uh definitely need more of that in in star trek um yeah we really do ASAP. there is not a lot need that asap yeah it's it, this, this is supposed to be a a utopian like like super progressive society yeah and they ain't no gays well they just you know they were made in times of tv where gays weren't on tv so now we're making more tv and there's more gays so yeah. uh, i don't remember if there was a oh no 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 there was a gay couple in um uh, in discovery in discovery Okay, I I the, I didn't the, really watch Discovery. So, the, the doctor, the doctor, I think had a yes, yeah, one of the yes, I think I think I remember that. They they it's they possible. definitely I, need I, more. I remember. <laughs> I need, we need more gays. Yeah, more gays. I mean, there was the in the episode with the uh, of of Strange New Worlds, which is honestly one of my favorites. The like um, medieval storybook episode with the daughter. That one yeah. Yeah. was fun. They had like the Una and um, uh, Ortega's together in in that like kind of medieval storyline, um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which was super cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, I I think uh, Ortega's like I didn't even get to say this. Ortega's truly to me is like one of the hottest people on on the show. I mean, next to Spock, uh, she is like. Her facial expressions, oh my god, it's, they're so cute. Her eyebrows. Oh my god, her eyebrows. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you're so hot. Anyway, yeah. Um, Casey will love to hear you say that, because I think Ortegas is, is like, is, is Casey's crush. Oh, sure. Like, Casey is I, obsessed I, yeah. with Ortegas. Yeah. Um, and I get it. No, I they're get hot. it. Um, I get it, I get it. I get it. Um... So I guess I we could we could talk about the Strange Worlds uh, crossover episode. The crossover episode. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So I started watching Lower Decks because we were watching 
because I started watching Strange New Worlds and Alessandra was like, Emily's going to be, there's going to be a crossover episode. And so that's why I ultimately was like, all right, drop everything, start watching Lower Decks because I have to be prepared for the crossover mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. And, um, and I was blasting through these seasons. It was... <laughs> It just, I love a good binge. It just makes, oh, yeah. just makes me feel alive. Yeah. I feel alive, Alzana. Um, And so, yeah, so the crossover episode is like they were checking out a portal, um, like a seemingly closed, like turned off dead portal on a planet that turned on. Um, and Because they took a Boimler picture. Gets, yes, because, yeah, because Rutherford took a picture. Um, and Boimler gets sent through, he gets sucked in. And he gets he gets spit out on the other side, and uh, as Jack side, Quaid, <laughs> as purple haired Jack Quaid, <laughs> I just like I literally screamed. I was like, "Oh my god, it's him!" It was so good. Oh, I died. Oh, it was so good. Oh. Yeah. And I can't believe it started off as animated. Like, that just... Uh-huh. Really, I'm pretty sure if anyone was watching that and did not watch Lower Decks, probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, did I put on the right show? Um, It was amazing. And then Boimler goes back, and obviously in true Lower Decks fashion, Boimler's telling them way too much information about the future yeah. constantly. He's... T- um, he's and then Mariner ends up. up coming through yeah. uh, at some point. So now they're both over there. Um in the past it's it's many years in the the past it's like 200 years or something yeah i think he said like 100 yeah like 200 or like 120 i don't know he said something um but yes they are they are very far in the past and so they're just geeking out um fangirling over like all of the bridge crew (laughs) spock smiles and he's like old time he's like like, looking at his face like the slow-mo smile because he's like he should not be smiling (laughs) like there's something wrong that is not the spock i know yeah um and yeah then him avoiding uh una Una. because he just like is just in love with her yeah (laughs) and and she's like is like does he know something about me like she's just paranoid yeah it's just it's so so good it was so good there they had like the same chemistry um him and uh mariner that they have like in the show and so there's they're still like the same unhinged characters especially mariner who just like says whatever is anything that comes to her mind she spits out right and so that's definitely what they were doing (laughs) with the like more conservative um classic star trek crew um and it definitely was uh very entertaining to see their little storyline with a timeline and trying to get it the thing back from the other orions um you know tendy's like my grandma served on that ship and they use that as their advantage to say that they're the ones who discovered the portal um instead of being pirates it's very cute um yeah their first like science science vessel yeah so good i i really like i'm surprised there aren't more star trek uh there are some. I I, I want to watch yeah. Star Trek Prodigy because I know that Janeway's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and they you know, took it oh, off. No, you know us. Yes, they did. They took it off. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, looking at it. They're not gonna put it back on. Oh my! So we fucked no! up. We did it. We did. No, We're gonna no, have to no, find no. it another way, dude, because it it's literally yeah. gone. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> I thought Paramount owned all of the Nickelodeon stuff. They do, but they but they just took it off. I I think it just wasn't getting the numbers that they want. I don't know. I uh, I don't know why they take things off, but I would have watched it. Ugh. Damn it! I wanted to watch Janeway. <laughs> it's really sad. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. But I really do like the. Um, the opportunity that that an animated show kind of gives Star Trek, like, you know, we have a lot of costuming and makeup and practical effects in Star Trek. And so animation just kind of makes makes it a lot more, I guess, more 
spacey or sci-fi but still making it ridiculous like like i would i would watch the show yeah and for a second i would forget that i was watching something star trek yeah yeah like it, it's just so it's so different yeah it's totally true it makes it its own and 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 obviously it with animation you don't you can do whatever you want like you can show anything because you don't have to pay cgi people to make it you know so it's like it's a it's like you know the sky's the limit with animation um so they go a little crazy with it because why not you know like having a cat as a doctor have the option yeah that would be so annoying to have to put someone in a cat a cat literal cat suit every 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 filming and it's just it's just not feasible yeah um but still having a lot of those references to the other shows just really makes it great. Um, it's it's wild, but I'm so glad that it's that it's here, and I'm so excited for season four. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I I, I think um, Strange New Worlds like we're not getting that until sometime in 2024. It's been delayed or something. I heard. Well, um, the the strike has affected everything, yeah. so I right. we're gonna yes. be. Uh, Talking about a lot more Wait, books. Waiting for a bit. We're going to be talking a lot of older <sighs> movies for the next, like, year, at least. We're going to have to change the platform of this entire podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of us reading and talking about older movies, because not a lot of new stuff's going to be coming out in about a year. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's very true. Oh, man. Okay. You know? Hey. Whatever. Fight for the pay that you deserve. Yeah. Fight for it. Fight for it. I'm totally, totally cool with this. Yeah, it's, you, I'm you fine get, with that, too. Get the shit that you deserve. <laughs> you get your shit. <laughs> get your shit. You get it. Um. Again, no, uh, no metascores here for this one, because it's a show. Um. But we can do... Is there any trivia? Yeah, let me check it out. Check it out. Um, I'm going to read this first one because it's very cute. Tawny Newsom, who plays Mariner, said in an interview with Will Wheaton that one of the few things her parents had in common was Star Trek. And because her childhood experiences with the series, there was no other franchise she'd rather be a part of. She was also influenced by the positive portrayal of the black father and son on screen in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Hell yeah. Yeah, amazing. I'm actually listening to one of my favorite podcasts, um, Star Trek The Next Conversation. They are currently going through all of the Deep Space Nine because they went through all of the TNG episodes. And I have been listening yeah. for like six years. So they uh, they are going so through what, them. So what order are they going in? At? Are they, what's after DS9? Are they going to do Voyager or something? They are, they've are. they been doing Voyager, but that's on like their Patreon um, they also talk about the Picard. Oh. They also talked about Enterprise on their Patreon. Um, I don't oh. know what they're going to do next, but uh, definitely very enjoyable to listen to. It's one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Matt Myra makes it with Andy Secunda. So, yeah, it keeps it keeps me going because they, they talk about it every episode, like, throughout. So, like, I've been not watching it, but listening to them, remembering them. Deep Space Nine is, is a good series. It's real good. I need to get um, I need to get Casey and I back on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best over here. Um, all right, let's see. According to the show Bible, the Cerritos was originally going to be named the San Diego. Oh, that would have been cute. Yeah. Um. There was a Star Trek short treks in 2018. Oh, which uh, looks like it was a bunch of little short films. Oh my really? god! Yes. <gasps> okay, so a lot of them are from Discovery. Most of them are from Discovery, but there's one with like Spock and Una and Pike, and then there's like an animated section as well. So that's where they got the like lower decks thing. Ooh, interesting! Didn't realize where can that. I watch these. I don't know. Maybe on Paramount. Maybe on Paramount Plus. 
Yeah. Watch on Paramount Plus. Oh my God, we should watch those. Okay, at least watch some of the ones that are related to Strange New Worlds and maybe the animated one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be good. Um, Adult-oriented comedy uses swear words which are all bleeped out. That is also why I love it. <laughs> they really just... It's, it's so fun to have animated shows that are adult animated shows. Yeah, I, I, I do love that. I do love that a lot. Any others, or should I read these uh, plot keywords? You can read the plot keywords. All right, we've got Star Trek spinoff, adult animation, spaceship, space adventure. That's cute. Space adventure. Space adventure. Well, these are both. Um, if you're a lover of Trek, um, which we both are greatly. Go ahead and watch both these shows if we didn't spoil too much for you. I don't. I don't think we were that bad. I mean, they're way more fun <laughs> to watch than talk about. Come on. Completely. Um, I do think that we should that we should do an episodic one of the Star Trek shows at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. I th- I think we were gonna do Voyager, but yeah, we will. We will see. We're still deciding. Um, but um. But yeah, that was Star Trek Strange New Worlds and Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, both on Paramount, if you have that. And and if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.